Hey there, all you walkers. Welcome to this episode. Frank has a great story. He talks about when he fell through the ice. Also, there's a lovely place to go for a ghost walk. So, how are you doing with your steps per day? Um, do you have a pedometer? If not, you can find one easily for your phone and app. Uh, if you walk 2,000 steps a day, this reduces the risk of premature death. If you can get up to 10,000 steps a day, it will increase the reduction of your risk. And it also helps to fight against heart disease and diabetes and other things uh, by about 8 to 11 percent, the scientists say. Also, according to other studies, uh, the less chance you have of getting dementia when you keep walking every day. And if you walk fast, uh, get a brisk pace going, get the heart pumping for about 20 minutes to half an hour, this will also help increase your lifespan as you will get a healthy cardiovascular system doing that. And not to mention also you will develop more leg muscles. So keep on walking. Do you like walking? Oh, I, I love it. I go as often as possible. How about you? Um, I haven't. I hurt my knee this summer. And I've been using that as a lame excuse for not getting out and getting some exercise for the last, uh, going on two months now. Oh my goodness, I thought you uh, resolved that issue. Um, I did go out for a hike up a local mountain here, Sulphur Mountain, uh, about a week and a half ago. And, oh, cool, uh, okay. And the laziness set back in. Oh, did it? Yeah, as the uh, days get shorter, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to cocoon up, cocoon up for the winter, it seems. Oh, I love getting out in winter and walking in the snow. Am I crazy? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are crazy. Well, I, no matter. I still it. love it. You know, it's actually lifting up my spirits a little bit. What's that? Is that all that fresh snow we're getting? Oh, yes. Winter you know is here. You know why? One of the things I love doing is walking in the snow. Me too, with a good pair of boots. Yep. See the snow? Uh, against the uh, yellow of the trees, it's really beautiful. It, it is pretty. Really nice to go for a walk through that stuff, for sure. Yeah, it's just a little bit wet for my liking. Just a little bit. I like the dry, fluffy stuff, you know. That is true. As we're talking, I'm scrunching my toes in my wet sock. <laughs> because just before we, before we started, I ran over to the convenience store and uh, yeah, the snow's pretty wet out there. Yeah. And I was just wearing my runners that are mesh shoes. Oh yeah, see, this is where you need a good pair of boots. Yeah, I should have put on the old booties. Anyhow, yeah, my toes are wet, and I was too darn lazy to take off, change my socks. Oh no. Yep. So. <laughs> oh, so I I'm hate drying my socks. socks on my feet as we go. Oh, another pet peeve. It's mm -hmm. it's sock related. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Well, if it's wet, ugh. I don't like getting wet feet when I'm hiking, walking. You know what's worse than wet feet? Stinky shoes. Yeah? I'm looking at a pair of my stinky work shoes as we speak. Ah, oh, lovely. 
I have the insoles out. Well, thanks for sharing that. It's, yeah. <laughs> I share it with everybody at work. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Find new insoles? The insoles aren't the issue. I'm not really what? sure. They're half decent shoes. Oh, Maybe okay. they don't breathe well enough. Hmm. But anyway, not nice. Yeah. Not you can get, I mean, there's so many different technologies going into footwear these days. I think I just have stinky feet. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, though, is maybe there's some way they, maybe bamboo socks, and uh, I'm uh, not sure what kind of boot because I've done no research on it whatsoever. <laughs> See, this is something that's important for me. I've got to figure this out, mm -hmm. and for for my sake and for my coworkers' sake. As you are driving across the country, are you going to stop and do any walking? You know, I plan on doing that Excellent. so yeah i'm driving from basically the western part of alberta all the way to the far east of ontario oh wow how long will that take uh, i think it's going to take three days there'll be two of us driving so oh, nice. sharing the drive we can split it up into three 10-hour days oh that's quite a bit eh? 30 yeah. hours so, Woo. yeah it's been a long time since i've actually driven across the country but it's i'm looking forward to it in a way even though every time I do drive across, I swear it's the last time. Um, <laughs> but we're taking our time uh, this trip. And so are you so making we'll, some stops? Yeah, I'll be uh, stopping in Brandon, ah. Manitoba. And uh, it's got a neat downtown, so I'm going to be uh, doing a little bit of exploring, probably be renting a, or getting a uh, motel or hotel near downtown. Nice. So I'll have a chance to get out and explore Brandon a little bit on foot. And uh, yeah, if there's anything of nope. Uh, so oh, if yeah. you um, are you able to take any videos, maybe walking around? I bet you I could. Yeah. I've got my handy dandy uh, iPhone. So I'll would take... oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Would you like to uh, guest your walks on my um, YouTube channel? <laughs> I, yeah, we could try that. Yeah, no. I'll have to see how I feel when, it, when we Oh, well, you know, you don't have to even say anything. Just yeah. show where you are. Just yeah. show the, do a little video of walking around. Yeah. Yeah, I'd just be around the parking lot of the motel. Cool. Yeah, some <laughs> so, buildings or. Yeah, for sure. I'll see what I could. Yeah. I'll see what I come up with. And that's providing that I'm, I've got still got a little bit of kick in my step when we when we pull into town but uh, it's at this point it sounds interesting yeah things always sound interesting a week ahead of time <laughs> uh, yeah. second stop so yeah first night mm -hmm. will be Brandon second night will be well into Ontario such a massive province we're stopping at the basically the junction of highway 17 and highway 11 oh, okay. a little town called Nipigon that's right down on Lake Superior oh cool it's been decades since I've been there I was only ever there for a short time oh. uh, it was on a I think you should have a little walk around and have a look. You See know, if anything's changed. I'm going to do the same thing then, as <laughs> I'll do in the Brandon. Get out the phone, take some footage, walk around. If I remember correctly, um, a bit further than the town goes down into up. a little bay, oh, and uh, there's some islands sounds, out there. That sounds beautiful. I'm sure my viewers on YouTube would love to see that. Well, when I oh, the only thing is not the only thing. This might make it even more beautiful. It's going to be winterish. Oh. So maybe we'll, who knows what it's going to look like? We'll find out. Oh yeah, could be really. That's coming up in a week's time. 
Cool. So in, in where you're uh, going to, do they have a lake that breezes you could skate on? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. Because I it's think so that skating is so like walking, it should be included in our podcast. I agree. Yeah. Why not? Anything uh, without anything under self propulsion. Mm-hmm. Like cross country skiing. Yeah. Snowshoeing. Cartwheeling. Mm-hmm. It's Lake Temiskaming. It's about a hundred kilometers long and twenty kilometers wide, so it's pretty big. And uh, it separates Ontario and Quebec. Oh, so cool. it uh, becomes the Ottawa River, flows past Ottawa down into Montreal. Does it freeze and, all the way across? Oh, absolutely. And so you could walk that, across it from Ontario yeah, to Quebec. It's, it's a long walk. Yeah, so that's cool. Though. Maybe not 20 kilometers, maybe uh, maybe 10 kilometers. It's skinny. Um, oh, anyway, okay. back in 1980, mm-hmm. the lake froze on a uh, still night, so there was no wind. Right. And the weather got really cold, and there was no snow. Oh. And it froze like a gigantic ice rink. Oh, nice. Like kilometers long. Wow. So a friend and I, we live right on the, I, I lived within about 100 meters of the beach. Right. So a friend and I grabbed our skates that Saturday morning and headed on down the lake mm. to a nearby town. So we left uh, New Liskard and uh, headed south towards a little town called Hillibury, about seven kilometers away. And uh, it was amazing because the ice was as as smooth as a hockey rink. Oh, it was wow. Really nice. I remember the day it was beautiful blue sky. It wasn't as uh, frigidly cold as it had been when the lake froze over. Ah, so it okay. warmed up a little bit. It was beautiful. That sounds so cool. Could yeah, you see, and, like, um, fish underneath or anything? Uh, no, no. But uh, what did happen was, as we were uh, about a mile or two south of New Liskard, I knew there was this uh, creek that emptied into the lake, and uh, and I knew enough that we had to stay away from shore at that point, because we have running water, you'll have thinner ice. Yeah. So we uh, went out from shore a little bit, and I actually fell through the ice. Oh, no. Yeah. But I hit an air pocket. Oh. So we were skating along, and all of a sudden, crash, I was through the top. Ooh. But I landed on some ice, like it just hit an air pocket and landed on ice underneath, so I didn't go all the way through. Oh, good. So I turned around, and my buddy was skating back to New Liskard full force. Oh. <laughs> he saw me go break through the ice, oh, and he just goodness. turned around, and he was heading back. He, d- he didn't stop to like, help I was, you. And I yelled at him. I yelled at him. It's like, chub, chub. And he just kept going and kept going. And I said, I'm okay. I'm all right. And it was only when he heard that I was all right that he stopped. Oh, my goodness. But he, so did, he didn't instantly want to try and help you get out of there. No, he turned around and <laughs> just skated as fast as oh he could. Oh, my goodness. And I swear to God, there is this little movie that was made about, or oh, it has to be maybe seven years ago now, mm-hmm. called Skating to New York. And it was actually filmed in the area. Oh. And I swear to you, uh, in the in the part of the movie, there's footage of this little motel on the side of the road, uh, on the side of the lake, mm-hmm. which is exactly where the creek empties into, where it, which is exactly where we 
stayed away from shore where I fell through the top layer of ice. And in the movie, (laughs) I swear to you, the guy falls through the ice right after that. (laughs) So They filmed you doing it. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. And I saw that I couldn't believe it. It was like, I I mean, I... You're reliving it. (laughs) It was something, yeah, in the storyline, of course, he Mm -hmm. went through the ice and had to be saved, but... It was funny that they sh- the area that they shot immediately, like the footage that they used immediately before showing him going through the ice was right around. Like I couldn't have picked a better location to identify where I went through. Anyway, sorry <laughs> to go on about that, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. The following haunted places can be found in Victoria, BC. If you're interested in going in any walks, take a listen to what you might get to hear about there. The First Nations people have lived in British Columbia for thousands of years. And in their culture, the human and the supernatural worlds are not separated. Dances and songs of spirits and supernatural beings have been passed down through generations. The House of Belleville is currently used as a centre for First Nations spiritual gatherings where, by flickering firelight, masked dancers bring the spirit world to life. Helmican House was built in 1852. It housed the first doctor of Victoria, Dr. John Sebastian Helkelman. When he was nearing the end of his life, his daughter Dolly would play the piano to soothe him while he lay sickly in his bed. She would play late into the night. Occasionally, it is said that the piano can be heard playing, and sometimes the figure of Dolly floats past a window. Over at the Empress Hotel in Victoria, Francis Mawson Radbury, who designed the Parliament buildings and the Crystal Garden, he was murdered by his second wife's lover in 1935. His corpse is buried over in the UK in an unmarked grave, but he can occasionally be seen walking the halls in the lobby of the hotel swinging his cane. You will be able to find people who will guide you through all these ghost walks and more. If you visit Victoria, be sure to look them up. Most of them go on all year. It's been a pleasure talking with you today about walking related things. Well, I guess it's that time. to uh, Eliza Talks with Eliza B and me, Frank Drackman. Goodbye, y'all.